Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched SmackDown episode 996 and 205 Live episode 95, and um, Mix Match Challenge season 2 episode 1, and I was there in person in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the, the BOK Center, is it the Box Center? Do you say the, the, I don't know, I don't know, they, they, they didn't say it in person. I didn't hear anybody talking about the actual place. Anyway, um, oh my god, this is this is my fourth night in a row of live events. Um, uh, go listen to the last three episodes for my thoughts on all the other ones. We had a, 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 a house show on Saturday. We had Hell in a Cell on, on Sunday. And then last night was Monday Night Raw um, and main event. So tonight we have, um, uh, they, they mix things up a little bit different than usual for SmackDown and it's going to be like this for the next three months, three and a half months, um, at least. And it might be a permanent thing for the, um, the two for 205 live. I guess we'll, we'll find out. I can't really say, okay, so 205 live filmed before SmackDown, and I guess they did this during the ma- uh, the Mixed Match Challenge Season 1 also, except that it then aired after the Mixed Match Challenge, whereas, uh, like right after, the same night, whereas uh, now, for this uh, next amount of time, it'll be aired on Wednesday, right before NXT, I believe? Um, so I, I recommend checking out this episode because it's pretty good. It was the, the, the main event. There are only two matches because lately we've had two like real matches and then like a middle match that's usually against a local guy or it gets interrupted by somebody else before it even gets going, uh, or a combination of both of those things. But, uh, this one. Uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil... I, I can tell you what the matches were, but I'm not going to tell you who won the matches. We had TJP versus Lince Dorado. Uh, I will say that Lince Dorado was by himself. The rest of the Lucha House Party wasn't there by his side. So hopefully you get to see all of them sometime soon. Uh, there, there may be like backstage segments and stuff with them because we, we didn't see any of that in the arena. It was just the matches, um, which is kind of similar to how they film main event. Main event doesn't have like backstage stuff or anything anyway, but they don't take the entire duration of the episode to film it. They do like the summary of the clips and stuff separate. The commentators do. So it's, it's kind of the same sort of thing here with 205 Live. And now that I think about it, now it's the same it's the same commentary crew for both shows anyway. And now they have the same schedule each night that they film it before and they're not, um, and then they'll fill in the gaps later, I guess. But, um, anyway, the, the first match was TJP versus Lincoln Dorado, as I had said. Um, it was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. The crowd, was um, how to get calibrated to this uh, this way of things because usually I don't know like how many of them are just used to going to Smackdown all the time but uh, usually just be a dark match and the stakes are, are low because the cameras aren't rolling for any broadcasts but um, oh, it's usually a, uh, at least one crowd favorite uh, if uh, someone who's not do, ha, doesn't have an actual match later in the night, maybe not even appearing on the show, but um, still. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? It was it, it was it was all right. The the crowd, I was getting really worried about it. There were a few people like right near me that were just being obnoxious. They continued to pretty much to be obnoxious the entire night, but. Um, it, it lightened up a little bit. Their their edges were rounded, 
a little bit more. Um, so the, this first match, the crowd reaction was not very good. But the second match, people really started to get into it. And, oh, man, this this one is, you, you got to see it. Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, it was a solid 20, 25 minutes. I, I loved it. It was great. And up to this point, it was the best match I felt of, uh, well, of the last two days anyway. Um, so of this week, this is week 38, by the way, 38, week 38, part two of 2018. Um, so yeah, that is 205 live. Go watch it. If you want to see how things work out, there's some cool stuff that happens. Now first match, very surprising. Uh, a couple of very surprising things happens. And then, um, like I said, it was, I'd say it's like pay-per-view quality. This Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander match is fantastic. So um, uh, let's go on to the actual episode. I am I am driving back home now to Denver, Colorado. It's about 670 miles total. I think I've driven maybe around 100 so far. So I have, I have a ways to go. But... Um, so I, I didn't take notes. I mean, I was chatting about it um, and posting about it and all that kind of stuff. And I took pictures before and after every match. But because I'm driving, I'm not going to really, I'm not, not going to refer to those very much of it all. But we opened up with Ms. TV, the very special guest, Maurice. And uh, Ms. demanded that Daniel Bryan come out so that it... Forget all uh, all the details of what was going on, but basically, Daniel Bryan attacked him because he was talking about Bree. They were both talking about Bree, and uh, when he did, he drop kicked the Miz into Maurice. Maurice is all hurt. Uh, medics were come came in or looking at her, but it was all a ruse. It was a distraction to get Daniel Bryan's back towards back turns on. The Miz. The Miz tries to go for the Skull Crusher finale, but Danny Bryan sees right through it. He probably just had to glance up at the at the Titan Tron there. Um, and a brawl ensues. The Miz tries to attack again, um, but a Daniel dodges, and the Miz knocks Maurice off of the apron onto the ground. So she does actually get hurt. I don't think she's injured, but uh, that that one that one was not part of the plan. And so we're going to have The Miz versus Daniel Bryan man on man. man. Mano a mano. Man on man. That's not the saying, is it? Man to man at the Super Showdown. And the winner gets a WWE championship match against whoever ends up being the champion after Super Showdown. So this match, I guess, yeah, it would be the next pay-per-view that this could happen on would be at the um, the Crown Jewel. I didn't talk... Did I talk about that last night's episode? They're going to be in Saudi Arabia on November 2nd for another pay-per-view. Triple Threat, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And uh, we'll find there's like a World Cup a World Cup tournament. It'll be part of that. And uh, I guess probably the, either The Miz or Daniel Bryan versus either Samoa Joe or AJ Styles. I hope it's AJ Styles. I'm still rooting for him. Still rooting for him to win and keep winning. Or at least not losing. Um, let's see. What else happened on air? We had uh, Cesaro versus Kofi Kingston. Some great stuff in this match. I definitely need to watch this match uh, back in the broadcast version. So these two are so, so good. Uh, a great moment 
was Seamus taking some pictures of himself at ringside with Cesaro in the background. They did one where they were both posing and then one where uh, Seamus was, was, was the only one posing because Cesaro had to continue giving Kofi a beatdown. Um, I think Cesaro won the match. Yeah, I think that... Uh, so they've got some momentum going in. They're, they're going to be facing Kofi King... Or, New Day versus the Bar for the championships at uh, Super Showdown. I am su- I am super looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. Um, let's see what else did we have going on. I think that was pretty much it as far as the tag teams go. Um, the the male tag teams, anyway. We had. Asuka versus Peyton Royce. Asuka won. Um, I, I really enjoyed their... The Iconics uh, bit before that. Especially when they said that uh, Tulsa is the worst. Um, so I kind of... I mean, I didn't... Actually, you know what? Tulsa itself, I have no qualms about at all. Actually, it was it was pretty nice. I went to this place. It was uh, Naples Flatbread, right across the street. It was on the it's on the east, yeah, the east side of the BOK BOK Center, Box Center, whatever it is. Um, next to the Hampton Inn and Suites. <clears throat> We're looking for. It. I don't know the address, but uh, you know, just search for Naples Flatbread. Um, mostly because I needed to use the bathroom and the doors weren't going to open to the <laughs> the arena for another hour once I got there. Um, but I got a pizza. It was a barbe- barbecue chicken pizza. Uh, it was spicier than I thought, but if I just used my eyes before I bit into it and saw that there were jalapenos on it, jalapenos, um, then I would have realizes it was going to be spicy but once i once i took that first bite after that surprise like yeah you know this is pretty good i'll keep going and luckily there's have not been repercussions as as of as of this point for uh eating nuts those spicy jalapeno peppers i mean they're not i mean they're not that spicy when you're not expecting spice at all they are but when you are expecting, it's like, yeah, they're, they're a little bit spicy. Um, so I, I recommend that place. I liked it. Uh, the crust on the pizza, it was, it's like, um, I don't know what kind of style it is. I guess it's maybe Italian style. It's Naples style. That is a th- thin crust, and it was kind of, it's kind of sopapilla-like. Not sopapilla, like, uh... I guess like a like a flatbread in a way. Um, there are parts like the the edges of the crusts were pretty hard, but not like in a bad way, like in a like a crunchy, delicious way. So I, re- I recommend it. I recommend it. It's a pretty good price too for like an eleven-inch pizza. It's only like I think it was only twelve dollars. It's a dollar per inch of pizza. It's pretty good. Well, the value goes up because uh, the the outer inch, the outermost inch of the pizza, is um, which I guess would be uh, you would actually be the outermost half inch would be a, an inch total of the diameter. Oh, hold on, I gotta stop and pay the toll real quick. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, that, that pizza was pretty good. Um, and then uh, parking was super cheap. Well, the parking next to that the the flatbread place, it was actually the hotel's parking lot. Their event parking was thirty bucks, which is the most expensive event parking I've encountered yet. It was not an an official lot for uh, the arena. It was there. I mean, I, it makes sense because they they don't want to lose all their parking spaces to their their customers get all bogged down 
by that and then their customers don't have a place to park and then what are they going to do? Um, at least if they do run out of parking spaces from the events, they're making some, uh, they're, they're making some, some money off of it and then they can possibly pay another parking lot for their people to park there or whatever. I don't know. Um, so then I saw, I, I had initially parked a couple blocks away in like an office complex parking lot. I think it was because there were a lot of people who were parked, who were leaving there. Like when I got there, that looked like they had been at work or whatever. I, if, I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> I assume that's what people look like when they get off work. Uh, they've been wearing like kind of nice clothes and they're leaving to go home or whatever. What do I know? Anyway, um, thank you. Okay, uh, so that lot it said like the day the day rate is ten dollars. I thought, oh, that's pretty good. But as I saw, I looked up on the website while I was eating that that lot is only open like from nine to five or whatever. It's like, oh wait, can I actually even park there for that? Are we all going to get in trouble for that? Because I saw a couple other people who were clearly there for the wrestling show um you know because they had the wrestling shirts on and stuff uh, oh we're all getting in trouble i better go check on that so i went back to that parking garage and left i only had to pay a, a dollar because i had been gone for like 30 30 45 minutes um and then i, I circled the block and i was gonna go to just across the street there is a it's not a parking structure just a regular parking lot and it was twenty dollars for the event parking but okay that's that seems more like it it's probably twenty dollars for the events if i it parked anywhere else anyway but as i was circling around i went back past the entrance for the garage that i was in it's a ten dollar event parking why would anybody park anywhere else? Because it's literally just across the street. It's not even a block further. It's one street further. It's, it's you know, just waiting for one crosswalk sign. So uh, I ended up parking in the exact, pretty much the exact same spot that I was in before. And uh, so I overpaid by a dollar. But that's way better than overpaying by uh, 10 $20. And I was originally going to get a hotel room at that Hampton Inn and Suites so I could park there and then sleep after the show. That probably would have been a good idea. But between when I first looked it up and then like 10 minutes later when I looked it up again... Um, all the rooms sold out. There were only two rooms left the first time I looked. So here I am driving back after the show, which I guess I didn't learn my lesson after that Ohio show that I drove straight. I'm not driving nearly as far as I did that night. That was, that was pretty far. That was really far. I think that was around... I think that was a thousand miles as I got back the next night I left at like 10pm and got back at about 10pm that, that was that was a little bit dumb did it take me that long? I don't remember it didn't take me that long got back in the afternoon anyway I'm uh, all all that I've been rambling on about all this stuff that isn't even the most interesting thing that happened to me to that point, but I'm not going to talk about that thing because it's um, uh, things went terribly wrong at one point in my drive from Dallas to uh, to Tulsa. Someday, someday I'll tell the tale, and probably not on the podcast. Someday after that, then I'll t- tell it on the podcast. But let's just say, you know, things happen. The unexpected things happen. I will instead. So I, uh, I, 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 I told Kate about. The, I didn't tell her about 
this event that happened today. But I did tell her that, that to, to remind me, like, in two years. Like, <laughs> ask me what happened on the way to Tulsa. But uh, instead, I offer in its place for now, I offered a an embarrassing story. I wasn't really embarrassed. I was a little bit embarrassed. I was mostly mortified. But to, to, it was secondhand embarrassment, really. But uh, on the way to California, and uh, this is in 2007, so 11, oh my god, 11 years ago, I, was dry, I drove by myself to California, which now doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it was the first time I ever did that. Um, uh, it was uh, my first solo road trip. But uh, I stopped in Wyoming a couple of times. But one of the times that I stopped in Wyoming... Oh, why am I doing this during a turn? A curve. Bad idea bears. That's not the... That's not the phrase. I know, but... It's still fun. Oh, I could stop there. I, I have tons of fuel, though. I'm getting really good mileage today for some reason. I have really have no idea why. Um, so I, I, I was driving to California and I stopped in Wyoming. I think it was at Little America and I was just hanging out for a minute first. I was immediately getting out to go do stuff go inside, it was about, I was just real, just, just chilling for a second in my car, and uh, like a van pulls up next to me, and this gigantic guy gets out, he's, uh, he's, he's circular, it basically is a, a giant circle, um, and he had these two tiny dogs, he got out of the car, and had, had them on leashes, he was walking up this, this, it wasn't even a hill. It was the grass, it was the, uh, the, 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 the divider between sections of the parking lot that was grass, uh, had grass on it. It was, a, it was a slight slope to it, like a little mound, like a, uh, like a sandbar, but with grass in the middle of a parking lot. And uh, he was walk. He was really struggling with those dogs. The dogs were kind of on top of each other. Like beep, 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 beep. they've been driving for a while. Probably they really needed to to use the facilities or the grass. And uh, he was struggling. And he was trying to get up the hill. And it turned out his biggest struggle was that his pants were falling down because they fell right off. Um, for some reason, either, okay, either, you know, he must not have been wearing underwear or his underwear was just as loose or more loose than his pants because he's got a big old eyeful of big guy butts and with these little dogs yipping around him. And I was, I, 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 couldn't, I, I could barely process it. I was like, what is going on here? I, I was, I was just looking on intrigued up to this point. Like, oh, this guy, this freaking guy, what is he, why is he struggling so much? And then boom, full moon. And uh, I was, I, it was kind of like, I, I don't even remember exactly what, I must have looked away but not soon enough. And uh, is, I, I'm thankful that he was facing away from me for two reasons. First, obviously, the, the, the butt is much more... Uh, much less shocking, much less uh, mentally scarring than uh, the front the whole front situation. So I, I'm, I'm glad for that. And also, it also meant that he possibly, hopefully, didn't see that I saw what had just happened. 
So as it was happening, it was absolutely mortifying, and I will never forget it. I will, uh, I will probably forget it at some point if I ever start losing memories anyway. But uh, it's it's burned into my brain, and. I don't, that's it, that's it, um, I don't know what else to add, uh, add to that story, it's, it's, um, I mean, you, you have one or two, there's one or two moments, <laughs> Deadpool, Colossus, whole deal, okay, so, uh, let, let's talk about Let's talk about SmackDown. Get back to SmackDown. What else? What else is going on over there? Oh, we had a United States Championship match: Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. And things are not right in Rusev Day. It is a very happy slash s Rusev Day. That's the the tag for sarcasm, right? Slash s. Uh, Aiden, well, backstage he was, is going off about losing. This whole thing is because of me. It's my. It's like it would be nothing without me. And and Lana heard the whole thing. And before she got a chance to tell Rusev, the match is about to start. And Rusev asked uh, Aiden to do his thing, and he did. But um, uh, so much so much stuff in this. This is a great match. I enjoyed it quite a bit. This whole this whole night was awesome, but uh, Rusev lost the match, and then Aiden turned on him. He's 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 had enough. He's had enough, and I don't blame him because he's he's putting his heart and soul into Rusev Day, and the minute something goes the slightest bit wrong, Rusev says you're not going to be out there. Mm. But then he changed his mind later, so it was, like, kind of okay. But, yeah, yeah. Rusev kind of had it coming. A little bit. A little bit. So, I'm excited. I I, I am sad that they uh, had them turn. Had Aiden turn on him. But I'm also excited to see where things go from here. By the way, they're, they're cloak theory. theory they're cloak their throat clearing feud uh, uh, feud duel their throat clearing duel uh, between him and the New Day at Hell in a Cell's uh, the kickoff show was pretty great okay so what else happened in this episode we had um, that women's match that I talked about yes yes uh, another week without Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville. A little bit of a bummer. Uh, a week went completely without Carmella. That's the first time that's happened in a long, long time. Um, she did appear in the promos for next week. I believe it's her and R-Truth versus Asuka. So I am excited for that match. As, and it's in Denver. I'm going to be at that at that show two weeks in a row of being at both Raw and Smackdown that's cool, right? maybe I'll go to Seattle and Portland the next week for for those shows as well no, that's, cra- that's crazy, but maybe it's crazy, but maybe um let's see uh we had the coronation? Uh, no, no, let's let's not get to that yet. We had uh, AJ Styles versus Andrade Cien Almas, which was a fantastic match. So much awesome stuff. There's a there's like a roll up that AJ did, and then Andrade reversed it, but AJ reversed that reversal and got into the Styles Clash, and and that's how the match ended. Oh my god, that was so cool. And there's so many cool things throughout the rest of the ma- this match. Um, 
So Drew Gulag versus Cedric Alexander was awesome. And then this match was even more awesome. And then... Okay, so this is the best, like, wrestling, like, pure skill awesomeness match of these two nights. Definitely. But then the the most entertaining match of, of both nights and may, of this entire weekend of shows was the Mixed Match Challenge. AJ Styles and Charlotte Flair versus Naomi and Jimmy Uso. It is Jimmy, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, so both AJ Styles matches, the, the both categories of awesome. Heck yes. Hell yes. Heckin' hell yes. <clears throat> so, uh, but after, after the match, Samoa Joe attacks, and then he escapes in the WWE universe, and he escapes right past me. And you can, uh, it's very bad lighting on the, uh, pe- and the, the, the audience there. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I had the, the, the front row of the regular seats, um, and that's the aisle way, that's the, the path that he took to, um, to, uh, make his exit. So I got a pretty good picture. This is all right. It's an all right picture of him, um, as he's coming closer, but then I put my phone down because I didn't want to look like a punk on TV. Oh, my phone really, really do. Um, <laughs> put my phone down and started, and it was just clapping for him as uh, him and the camera. Man. I knew it was coming. I knew they were coming that way because the the cameraman was in position over there. So that's a that's a good tell, and that's also how I know if I were on Survivor, I'd be very very aware of that. At least at first, I'd probably get numbed to it at some point and then start missing stuff like uh, it's just a tree not a cameraman why are they following that person they're looking for love in all the wrong places ah I have a direction change here gotta go 235 does that also mean I pay a toll probably um, let's see. So yeah, that match was, was awesome, and being so close to Samoa Joe was really awesome as well. Um, and then the main event was the uh, coronation of the new SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, and uh, words were said between her and Charlotte, because Becky uh, asked Charlotte to come out so they could have uh, a word with one another. And uh, so I'm, I'm uh, excited to see where all of this turns out. So we're going to have that rematch. Will it be at Super Showdown? I don't know if that match has been announced yet for, for the Women's Championship. I don't think the Raw Women's Championship has been announced for that yet either. There's plenty of time for that. We have two whole weeks to build all of <laughs> to build up to the Super Showdown. Um, so yeah, we ended with uh, Becky getting a last word. She demanded, or she asks to be called the Queen. I just want you to call me the Queen. And uh, Charlotte did not fulfill that request. Okay, do I take exit 42? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to pause this recording because I think I have to pay a a toll again. So I'll be right back even though it'll be instantaneous for you. And I'm back. Um... So that uh, that brings us to the Mixed Match Challenge, the premiere of Season 2. The first match, we had Team Little Big versus Team Paws. But Team Little Big was not comprised of the members 
that's we uh, expected because Alexa Bliss has an arm injury thanks to Ronda Rousey. And so her replacement, at least for now, is Ember Moon. And as a result of that, so lots of stuff that this match was really fun. Um, but uh, the, the, the shining moment of it was that we got an eclipse off of Braun Strowman's shoulders, which I think once, uh, once the, the announcement was made that Ember Moon's, uh, her replaced was Alexa's replacement, that that's, that, that's gotta happen. And it, since this is the, this could be the only time that Ember is teamed with Braun, then it's definitely gonna happen. And they won! They won the match, and so uh, I don't know what the rules of this challenge are. I, it's some type of, like, scoring matrix or something. I, I, I don't know. I was making that up. Um, but it is not a, a single elimination tournament as Season 1 was. Because if it were with two matches instead of just one match every week, we have two matches every week, they would get through everybody in, like, they get through everything in about like six weeks probably but it's a 14 week show two matches each episode it was uh, about 50 not a whole 50 minutes I think part of that runtime was just like the graphic that plays for a few minutes before while they're waiting for the live feed to, to start and whatnot. so it's probably around actually around like 40 minutes for the actual show. I liked it a lot. I'm going to watch it again so I can hear a commentary because I believe it's Vic Joseph, Michael Cole, and Renee Young on commentary for this thing. Or is it... Maybe it was, maybe it was Corey Graves. So he was on the commentary the last time. But it's... Uh, I guess I'll have to watch it and find out. I think it was Vic Joseph. I am, like, 80% sure it was Vic Joseph. Um, this could be very easily looked up by just opening the episode and watching for a second. Or a few more seconds, depending on who's talking at the time. Okay, um, so yeah, we had, uh, Team Usklo, or the, I don't know what it's called. Day One Glowish. What is their team? I think it was I think it's Team Usclo. Um versus I don't know what AJ and Charlotte's team is called either. Anyway, uh yeah, because I, I, I said uh Emmer and Braun won, so yeah, I said enough about that match. Um, AJ Styles and Charlotte Flair versus Naomi and Jimmy Uso was so good. It was so fun. Like, the antics. So many antics. And they, like, it all flowed. And I loved it. I don't even want to go into specifics of anything that went on. But you just just go watch it. It's on Facebook. If you have Facebook, watch it. It's on Facebook. Watch and I guess it'll probably be if it's like last is it's like season one, then like tomorrow it'll be on the WWE network if you don't want to bother with Facebook. Don't want to give Facebook your personal information. Let them know that you're watching wrestling and all that. Just watch it on the network. But uh oh, it's so good. It was so fun, so fun. And then after they went off the air, AJ grabbed the microphone, said, I, you know, I've been, I think I have a pretty good woo. He did his woo, a couple of versions of the woo. <laughs> they were really bad. Um, he's like, well, let's see who out here has a better woo. And so he went around to like 10 different audience members first at just at ringside, but then he got out and about, and he, he went to this lady that was sitting right next to me. Not right next to me, but four seats away from me. There was she, there was nobody between me and her because the people between me and her had left. So she was basically my seat neighbor at that time, just with uh, a big, big old yard there between us. The yard between us. 
is it the the space between us that is the that is a movie and they should they should make uh the yard between us it's about the love with the the girl and the boy next door there you go have they made that is that a book or something yeah already i'm gonna i'm gonna forget about this almost immediately i I think but if it's not it's gotta be it's a good phrase the yard between us and it's a foot it's also a football movie so it's also referring to yardage on a football field um Oh yeah, so you went around talk, uh, asking people to woo. If I had been wearing an AJ Styles shirt, perhaps you would have come over to me, and I would have given him a woo, which I think is pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Woo! <clears throat> Sorry if that bursts any eardrums. Um, <laughs> one of the people he, he went up to he starts like saying well, what's all over your shirt I couldn't see this person so I don't know if, if he was making fun of his shirt or if he actually did have like sauce all over his shirt like were you eating chicken wings um, and then the guy says something he's like uh, what did you say he says, I'm going to take your championship like oh, oh yeah maybe in, a, in an eating contest and then he moved on to the next person so there is a highlight video of all of this on um, WWE's Twitter, but they they cut out the eating contest guy. <laughs> um, he did congratulate somebody on uh, he did he said happy birthday to someone, and he congratulated somebody because he had asked his well it's now his fiance uh, to marry him, and she said yes. So that was a fun moment too. And he closed the night and said, thank you so much. This is by far the best crowd of the week. And I kind of agree with that. I actually, yeah, I do agree with that. Last night's, uh, I don't, I don't have any particular complaints about last night. Did I? Well, tonight was, it was kind of obnoxious too. But once people got into like the main event, the stuff, the, the really good matches, people were, were on it. And in his match, in the mixed match challenge, there are a couple of moments when he would start to do the whole tag team, uh, the tag teammate hype up thing. Like he turned to us and started like doing the, getting us to clap. And he realized, oh, you guys are already doing that. And he's like, yeah, he gave kind of that nod. And that particular moment I I felt pretty good about because... I was one of the, the first people to start doing the clap thing. Now, that, this is something I noticed. It seemed pretty consistent. Like, people react to stuff, but it's it, it takes, like, a couple of seconds for that. And it's like, if you're paying attention, you should be able to react, like, immediately. And I always do, and then I feel like out of place for that second because I've already started clapping. Then people start clapping, and it sort of makes sometimes makes it feels like I'm getting them to realize that there should be or something. I know that's not the case, but sometimes it is. Maybe it could be. Could be. Most of the times I start clapping, it's it's to no success at all. <laughs> I like clap for like three seconds and I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm the only one. I'm the only one. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, but if it, it, I don't yell stuff. I boo. I boo. Definitely. But I don't yell stupid stuff. Like, hey, what's my genetic doing? Sorry, that was probably really loud again. But, uh, yeah, there's a guy, like, right in front of me that was being super annoying. At the start of the show, he kind of lightened up later on. But uh, I, I thought it was kind of a fun thing. Uh, I'm glad it's not going to catch on, though. I really doubt it's going to catch on. That uh, for countouts, 
that some people were uh, like out in the middle of the section opposite of the ramp. They were uh, being like, one, Mississippi, two, Mississippi. <laughs> this is so dumb. It was just like a couple of people, but they were like way into it. I think that made it even more funny. But then the obnoxious guy later on, he was doing, what, Oklahoma? Like, ah, shut up. He was the only one doing it. He did not have friends doing it for that one. Um, oh, okay. I do, I do have to talk about this. I did, I, I did two things I have to talk about. Oh, yeah, the whole after the match thing was amazing. This is a, the whole mixed match challenge all the way to the end. I said, okay, now go home. Good drive safe. Goodbye. Um, it was like a house show and it was amazing and I loved it. Um, something I didn't love. <clears throat> oh, uh, there's two things, two more things. And then this episode's over, I think. Um, the first thing is that I did, I totally missed it. I, I saw on the screen after it happened because where I was sitting, I can't really see anything that was not like in the ring. Um, I just look up the screen and they're like on the ground for some reason. Charlotte and AJ are on the ground. I was like, okay, it's just this silly ending or whatever. And then I uh, look at the clip that somebody posted of that moment and AJ trips over the um, camera cables. Uh, I guess that's what happens. Um, and then not, uh, and then he, the way he fell, he trips Charlotte and he like falls on top of him. But pretty, pretty funny, pretty funny. I, and in their defense, I'd say like they both had pretty much had, well, AJ had a full on match on SmackDown and then Charlotte got, um, uh, a little bit of a beat net, beat down from from Becky, so uh, they were not at a hundred percent, and they were probably pretty loopy at that point. Well, it was mostly AJ, and he was beaten up a lot um, this whole night. So uh, I don't blame him for falling down. He's not he's not facing Samoa Joe. He's just facing the WWE universe, just walking around trying to navigate some some cables. So that was pretty fun. Oh, wait, there's a guy. Uh, you might be able to see me on TV. You can see me very darkly lit. Very blurry, at least on the feet. <laughs> sure, in full HD without super duper compression, like on my mobile device, because I don't have Wi-Fi until I get to somewhere with Wi-Fi. So it doesn't load the full 1080p or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just a blur, a very dark blur to the right of Samoa Joe as he's leaving. But, uh, all right, so between me, like in a direct line between me and the, the, the ring is this guy who has a big sign a big head sign of himself that he's holding up like the entire show the entire freaking show and then he's like holding it over to the side which is like makes it even more in my way of having a direct line of sight to the camera specifically so I know that he's blocking from me being visible on camera which like I, yeah it would be it would be cool to be able to see myself on camera but there's a stupid guy's faces in a way. It's so dumb. And it's like, you, you get it on camera once, like, that's it. That, why do you need to do it again? You're going to see it on that moment, and then the rest of the show isn't ruined for everybody that's sitting behind you. Ugh. What a... That guy. That guy. You realize this? That, that guy, don't do that again. Or if you do, like, show it once. Like, look up at the screen, see that it is shown, and they're like, okay, cool. Mission accomplished. I don't need to have my stupid face sign up the entire rest of this night. So dumb. So, yeah, yeah, that was super annoying. I kept saying things. I wondered if the person next to me is 
could hear me because I have like a fucking sign down, stuff like that. <clears throat> Pardon me. I said, I said friggin', right? Yeah. 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 It was a, if you heard something else, it was a EVP. Is that what it is? Electronic voice phenomenon? I think. Anyway. That's it. I think, yeah, that's, 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 that's all. Everybody. Um, so, uh, let me know what you thought about SmackDown and 205 Live, especially once it airs tomorrow. I'm going to have to think about that. I probably will talk about it again in the next episode, just to talk about, like, any of the extra stuff, backstage stuff, managerial duties taken upon, uh, getting knocked out, uh, Drake Maverick knocking, knocking out his to-do list. The 205 guys lie, lies like 205 Live guys. 205 Live guys, burgers and fries. It's my favorite restaurant. Okay, um, 205 guys. Ooh, there's an idea. It's, uh, everybody has hamburgers. Um, yeah, let me know what you thought about those those things. The mix match challenge. And uh, join me next time. I'll be talking about 205 Live a little bit more. Um, I guess, yeah, I should definitely talk about it again because i got to talk about who won those two matches. If anybody did win those two matches. Um, 205 Live, NXT, uh, what episode? I don't know, 469 maybe? Don't quote me on that. And uh, Mayon Classic, Season 2, Episode 3 pretty excited for that. I don't know who's on this episode. I think Ayushirai might be? And I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I'll pronounce it correctly for sure after she actually appears on it. I could look it up before then. And I probably will. Maybe won't. I probably will forget. Because I was so tired. I have so far to try. So... Um, so that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes. Um, you can also subscribe on Spotify. Search for Today I Watched and hit that follow button. You can also support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in. And as I've already said, but not in these exact words. Join me next time for week 37, no, week 38 of 2018, part three. And that's all, I messed this up. I'm really tired. That's all for today I watched. Bye.